Hello, my name is Mike. I'm from South London. John Paul II, wow. It's really the story of my conversion. I went to a retreat and they were giving a talk based on John Paul II's Theology of the Body. And the person who was giving the talk sort of was going around the workshop just saying to people, with the divorce rate as it is, that more than half the room would, would get divorced statistically, you know. And going deeper into that, the guy also talked about the celebrity phenomenon, how we've got these celebrities who've got the most amazing looking wives and somehow they, they just end up sort of with prostitutes. And um, why is it that that happens? Why is it that in the UK we've got the highest teenage pregnancy rate? Why is it that we've got the highest abortion rate? You know, it's over 7 million since its legalization. So all of these all of these crazy statistics and why is it that the media aren't really going beneath that looking for for root causes you know why the, why is it that these questions aren't being answered and the guy was showing a video on uh, Stephen Fry because Stephen Fry had a, a debate in which he was kind of attacking the church on these issues you know or, well actually it was more about sex at one point he sort of says oh sex is enjoyable it's it's like food except even more enjoyable so who's the church to say that you know we can't have it you know etc like this and the guy giving the presentation sort of paused the video and said well hang on let's let's go deeper into that let's let's look at what sex is is it really just like food except more enjoyable is that really what it is or is it something better and that's where he began talking about the theology of the body talking about man and woman created in God's image and the way that they could be together and look at each other and even though they were naked they, they felt no lust really, no desire to use each other that they could be just happily together in that state just to sort of get us into that mindset of, of what it was like then in paradise, you know, this, this idea and it's quite quite surreal, you know, the idea that there could have existed this kind of state, this happy state, and then it sort of made you appreciate what went wrong in our society with the onset of sin, how how suddenly, you know, the man wants to use the woman for his pleasure, and he can't look at her and just love her. So this was sort of the beginning of John Paul II's Theology of the Body, you know, condensed, <laughs> and to just say, actually, we're looking at something better. The church's position is sex is, is, is not this rubbish thing which is like food or except more enjoyable. It's something so much more than that. The problem with our society is that if you look at these celebrity figures and, and people like this, is that before they marry, they, they've got this kind of lifestyle where they're having sex all the time and they're tr treating it exactly like a commodity. They're not looking at it like something more divine, more sacred as the church looks at it. This was something else that was sort of explained that the church doesn't look at sex as something negative. In fact, it's so good that you, you wait for it, you know, you, you save for it in marriage. And he gave some statistics about in America how the, the happiest people are, are those religious people, not necessarily Catholics, but all, all religious people who, who waited, you know. Also, he talks about this thing about the... Um, the, again, again I'm, I'm, this all is offshooting from the theology of the body, but it all, it all stems from there about how you can get these teenagers in these quite abusive relationships where 
where everyone outside the relationship is saying, leave the, this guy, he's not good for you, he's using you. But because of the sex, because of the oxytocins that are released, which are like a, a human superglue, the girl can't see objectively, and despite everyone telling her to leave the relationship, she's not able to. And so it's really written in our bodies, as John Paul II sort of explains, you know, that we're made for love, it's written in our body, and therefore sex intrinsically belongs in marriage, you know. So that's what inspired me, first of all. And then um, I read Christopher West's book, which is all about John Paul II, and going deeper into that, that because sex has the, uh, you know, has, is life-generating, it can result in having a child. Therefore, it's intrinsically connected to what, what, what you're doing. <laughs> is you're, you're participating in the powerful act of creation when you have it, you know, uh, if, if you have a child from it. So, in that sense, because God is totally mysterious and otherly, when you're having sex, you know, to produce children, you're actually partaking in, in that mystery. And so it's very logical that sex is something much more transcendental than society sees it. And that's the problem, you know, with society. And that's what the media aren't getting, you know, about the church's position. That we're looking at sex as this very divine life-generating, transcendental thing. We've sort of de-transcendentalized, if there's such a word, with sex and therefore you've got all these problems you've got abortion you know you've got all these other things you know that stem from that so um, yeah that's pretty much how it began and it also made me understand a whole bunch of other issues that I previously hadn't understood and then of course again referring to Christopher Westbrook where he talks about how Jesus is the embodiment of love he gives himself totally, you know, people are giving him terrible insults and scourging, all of this, and he's in essence saying, you can do anything you want to, to me, but I still love you. His, his love is total, a total giving, and so by mimicking that, we can actually give ourselves totally to one another and, and find happiness and joy in that life-generating love, which is also sacrificial. So it's just the beauty from the theology of the body that inspired me. A quote from John Paul II I really liked is that I can only respond to an abyss of evil with an abyss of love. That's very powerful. And that's his message, it's a very positive, upbeat message. Love, 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 love.